0: You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! We're the Mario Brothers, and Plumbing's a game, we're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double, we're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers, uh cisco back at it again it's been a while since i've been on the podcast guys it's been a while since i've recorded literally anything and for a good reason your boy val cisco need to take a couple of mental health days hell mental health months to get the cabeza nice and straight and for anyone that's um going through any kind of mental struggles it can take a toll on you creatively as well too you feel like everything is just everywhere so i need to sit back relax and really refocus on what my passion was and um, i'm glad to say we're back at again the pages are gained love uh pop culture fanatics on facebook uh whether it's on instagram or twitter as well too and tiktok um guys check those out there's a lot of fun things that we've added onto the pages rock and roll right there I'm happy to be back especially doing what I love the most which is talking about everything pop culture movies games etc etc And guys we have something special today because we're gonna be reviewing the Super Mario Brothers movie something that I've been anticipating since last year to talk about a um, lot to unpack with this movie First things first, I want to let everybody know, next few minutes we're going to do a very spoiler-free discussion. Just a couple of tidbits on how I felt about the movie, nothing too in-depth, and then maybe after 10 minutes, maybe less than that, we will definitely talk about some spoilers in the movie, some Easter eggs, if you will, as well, too, and um, I'll alert everyone once we get to that point, but for right now, let's take a deep dive. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Of um, course, it's based off the Super Mario Brothers video game, uh, produced by Illumination and Universal Pictures, and Nintendo as well, too. Uh, distributed by Universal and directed by Aaron Horvath. Um, the screenplay is written by Matthew Fogel, and it has an assemble... Cast, voice cast of Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Keegan Michael Key, Seth Rogen, and many, many more. Follows the adventures or the origins of the Mario Brothers, Luigi and Mario, and of course, as they head to the Mushroom Kingdom to come to the defense for Priest, Princess Peach, who's on the defense with the evil, imposing Bowser. Very simplistic plot right there, um, which we'll definitely get into why critics are kind of panning this movie for the plot itself. But general thoughts and opinions about the movie to start off with. um, This is a fun movie. Uh, It follows all the tropes that all the Illumination movies have done the last couple of years. You think of your secret life of pets, your minions, your despicable me's of the world. And you know what you're going to get yourself into. A lot of humor, some pretty good animation, um, a lot of meta-comedy, and of course, some adult humor just to splash in there as well, too. Um, it has followed that, that template ever since Shrek. And um, these movies, to me, are fun. They're a great palate cleanser. Sometimes we don't need everything that's ultra super serious or the Christmas of, of cinematography. (laughs) Sometimes we just need to turn our brains off and just relax and enjoy a movie. And this is what it brings you. Uh, it is a nostalgia overload. I will say that, um, so much to be referencing this movie. If you're a fan of the original games, you're going to get that. If you're a fan of the new iteration of the games, you're going to get that as well, too. Um... If you like the off-brand humor that the newer games do offer, you're going to definitely get that as well, too. It has a twist-of-dark comedy in there. It's not afraid to push a couple of buttons here and there as well, too. Um, Going into it, maybe I did have some low expectations. And I will say, just like everyone else, we were a little um, perturbed (laughs) with the initial trailer of hearing Chris Pratt's Rendition of Mario, of course, his voice, and because we didn't get the video game version in the trailer, we automatically thought the worst. We were like, ah, they're just taking their own liberties with this movie. It's gonna go crazy, yada 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 yada. I will say, going into it, yeah, I was a little weird, but coming out the movie, coming out the theater. I loved every little change they made in this movie, maybe, you know what, it's hard to say every, maybe just one, other than the one, I thought this was a great movie, I had so much fun, Um, I took my daughter who is 18 years old, but you know, she, she loves this type of humor, in general, I mean, who doesn't, right? And we had a blast, and it's crazy because we even had a little disagreement before the movie, just in general, as fathers and daughters would, you know. Sometimes the personalities clash, but once we got into the theater and we saw Illumination and we saw what this movie provided us, we were already sold. The first five minutes of the movie, um, I think, if you're a purist. You might have your reservations on certain things, but at the end of the day, if you are Super Mario Brothers purist and you're upset about this movie, I don't know what to tell you. Especially, especially with the abysmal one that we got in the early 90s as well, too. Um... And no disrespect to your boy Bob and John Guizamo. I think, you know, they did great for what they were given at the time as well too. And there is a sort of Genesis qua about that movie as well. It's weird, it's dingy, it's kooky, it's corny, but it has that kind of flavor to it. And I'm not gonna bashed that movie a thousand percent because it was part of my childhood but if you're trying to compare the two this is leaps and bounds better than that rendition right there um so yeah um from start to end fantastic movie go check it out if you haven't bring your kids if you're going on a date it's a fun date movie as well too it has a little bit of romance in there as well if you just want to geek out and have a good time this is the place to be Um, I saw this in IMAX, and I gotta say, it was absolutely beautiful in IMAX as well, too. And definitely a movie that I'm gonna own as a piece of pop culture. Why wouldn't I, right? Um, Of course, there are gonna be some negatives that I have about it. A couple of gripes. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch. But I did feel that a lot happened very fast in this movie. Just it it is like a tornado. Uh, It's 92 minutes, but it feels like literally a Mario Kart race from start to finish. And I get it. You you want to give people as much as they're craving when it comes to this IP. But in certain ways, I feel like they could have slowed down the pace just a tad bit so we could sink in and enjoy those crucial moments. I mean, there's moments that should have been all inspiring as a fan of the video games but we didn't get enough time to settle in there to really bask in this glory, to really enjoy it, to really say wow I can't wait for another one because everything went from point A to point C very fast. Um, There are some character liberties that they did take as well too but not too crazy. I just feel like certain performances were phoned in and I didn't get that. I really didn't get that whatsoever. Um, we'll talk about that more in the spoilers. But I think because of that lack of enthusiasm with certain characters, it kind of killed some pivotal moments in the in the movie. Um, but... What can we say? It's a Super Mario Brothers movie. There's gonna be ups. There's gonna be downs. So um, let's get into the spoiler part of things. So that's the main meat of the things, right there. That's the main meat of why we are here. Because you either saw the movie already, or you're trying to buy into it. Hopefully, that little elevator pitch right there bought you into it. Um, you know, without a sp- without the spoilers into it. If I had to give it a rating, I would definitely give it a 7.5 out of 10. I think. It's right up there for you to have fun. There are going to be some disappointed moments as a fan, but it's okay. You're going to live with it and you're going to enjoy it. 7.5. This is without the spoilers. Maybe with spoilers, that may change. We'll see what happens. But all right, guys. In about a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1, let's get into Super Mario Bros. The Movie. Alright, let's talk about The Elephant in the Room, the voice acting in this movie. For everyone, that gave Chris Pratt a bunch of shiznit about the portrayal of Mario in the trailer. Coming out this movie, you either really, really love what they did or you really hated what they did. Whatever you feel about this man... And what he does in his personal life. We could just take that out of the equation for a second. I have my reservations as well too. But. In the movie itself. He really leaned into it and had a great time with this character. For all the things that we thought. Like oh he's going to just be a Chris Pratt kind of voice. Kind of Star Lord himself right through it. You really didn't get that. You know you get your typical Brooklyn New York accent. And a guy from the Bronx It was. Hilarious to hear that as well too With them enunciating certain things Coffee what are you doing over here Bada bing bada boom You know stereotypical nonsense You usually get from New York (laughs) But um You got that version and I think It was fun and then you still got The kooky can't be Yahoo Mario as well too, you know. In their opening sequences of the movie, you get to see the Mario Brothers in a plumbing commercial, and you've seen the trailers, and you've seen the the homage to the the Super Show that they did back in the, the early '90s as well too and definitely an updated version but you know it fit right there as a commercial a campy commercial of two plumbers that are betting on themselves being very campy phoning it in and having a good time with italian or like over exaggerated italian stereotypes uh trying to find their own niche in new york city uh, as plumbers which new york really can't live without honestly Are they the best plumbers in the world? We don't know. they just gone to business. They just left another business to kind of bet on themselves. And, you know, they're gaining crap from it. You know, they're gaining crap from their old boss or from the restaurant itself or from their parents. We get to see a whole Mario family, which was hilarious right there. We didn't get to see a Dr. Mario. I think that would have been great. Unless I missed it. But that would have been hilarious. But, (laughs) um, I just... You understood the tone in this movie. These two brothers that are betting on themselves with the world kind of against them. The underdog story. And you gotta love that. You gotta root for them. But Chris Pratt did a decent job. I won't say he amazing, but he did a decent job portraying Mario. Um, Charlie Day as Luigi. I'm back and forth on it. In some ways, I really like the chaos that Charlie Day brings to the table. I really feel like he could have played Toad. And it would have just matched perfect. And that's no uh, disrespect to Keenan, But. I think. The chaos that Charlie Day brings in general. Matches that character more than a Luigi. But it fit in this movie. This is not. You know. It really is hard to just say. Oh character character character. From the video games. Because at the end of the day. They're very one dimensional characters. <laughs> um so I can't say like, oh, he's not acting like Luigi would act like, that's not really it. You know, he's just a more of a frantic Luigi, a scaredy cat Luigi, and that's totally fine. We get that in Luigi's mansion mostly all through the game. So, um, you get the younger brother, younger, taller brother that's always fidgety and a little chaotic, and you get the more hot-headed brother that's always there to take charge and lead the way and give that inspirational speech as well, too. So, right then and there, that voice acting is great. Let's talk about the voice acting from other people, because I don't want to go beat by beat by this movie. Uh, Anya's portrayal of Princess Peach. It's pretty vanilla, but then again, it's Princess Peach. What are you supposed to be doing at this point? And I like that you gave her a little bit more of a, a feisty attitude. That's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, she's not this regal, I'm always a damsel in distress. She very much is a princess but acts like a queen, you know, that cares for her people, the Toads, cares for the Mushroom Kingdom, will literally die for the kingdom as well too, and battle Bowser face to face if she has to, to protect her people or the realm itself. So I found that refreshing as well, that she's just not the typical princess that gets captured and Mario has to save her. We all thought that coming in as well too. So it was nice to see that, it was not outstanding where we saw this huge leap of what Princess Peach was in a video game compared to what she is in this movie. She plays it pretty straightforward, pretty easy, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's very digestible. Toad. Toad was great. Like I said, I really do wish Charlie Day did play Toad, but what we got wasn't bad. You still get the sporadic craziness that toad brings as well too um i like how heroic he is in this movie very much a person that's gonna stick by either mario luigi peach so on and so forth i think that it's it's a pretty nice iteration for toad fans out there you're not gonna get the squeaky voice like this all the time but you know that was a horrible toad impression i apologize but at the same token, there's some heart. And if anything, he is the heart of this movie. Uh, you may not agree with it, but if you really think about it, he's the one that like really brings people together, that's always down to help people out, and is like the little engine that keeps on going and going and going, revving crew up. Um, I love this character. Um, let's talk about Bowser. So, of course, we were amazed with the first trailer, seeing Bowser destroying the kingdom with his flames, menacing, the voice acting feels so right. This looked, sounded, felt like an evil overlord character that had you not told anyone that this was Jack Black, no one would have believed you. His performance. As as evil incarnate is fantastic. He's menacing with with a hint of sarcasm. A sarcastic sarcastic menace, if you will. Just like, you know, I'll kill you, but I'll laugh at it as well, too. Um, It's so evil. Um, It does take a turn. Am I mad at it? Not so much. But you know what? Sometimes I do wish that not every character needs to be relatable, right, or not every character needs that emotional background, and I feel like we got that with Bowser, it's like, uh, I understand, it's for a cutesies, and hell, it's all over TikTok, it's all over Instagram, it's all over all social media, YouTube, you name it, the Peach's song is literally everywhere, of <laughs> Bowser's undying love for Peach totally get it it just to me it totally it disrupts the the character just a tad bit maybe if there were hints of it here and there nothing too crazy but he goes like full-blown like insecure dinosaur because of mario's mustache at one point i'm like what why are we doing this (laughs) um i would have loved him more as a menace with maybe some hints of of i don't know i don't want to say lust but but um some kind of affirmation toward peach and that would have been fine but the fact that we kind of go campy and he's doing these musical numbers just for laughs it kind of killed it for me because i do love bowser but then again this is their movie this is their story to tell so i can't fully get upset with that because of the fact that if it's the narrative of the movie for those that say there's no narrative in the movie there is uh, if it's the narrative and it keeps the plot going so I totally understand it the one that I have the problem the most is Donkey Kong my boy Seth Rogen Listen. <laughs> I love Seth Rogen I think we we all know that Seth Rogen a national treasure Y'all grew up with him. Hell, in our, my early adult years, in my twenties, you know, the super bads of the world, the knocked ups of the world, Pineapple Express of the world, those those hit home. You know, that's my kind of humor right there. I just feel that nothing has evolved when it comes to voice acting, and maybe, maybe he's directed to be that person. You know, this I saw this in The Lion King when he played Pumbaa. And it's not like he said, Alright, I'm in a Disney movie. I'm going to try my best to, like, deliver something to the character Pumbaa. And Pumbaa's Pumbaa. It's whatever, right? And we got Donkey Kong. And I think Donkey Kong is such a pivotal character for the Nintendo franchise. Rare Nintendo. Gotcha, gotcha. But this is a character that's three decades old and has a large following... That's played every single game. and I don't think anyone's expecting like this crazy like voice acting experience to come out of Donkey Kong. But something fun. be original with this, right? Like this is your chance to cultivate Donkey Kong to wherever you want it to be. Jack Black did it for Bowser, Chris Pat Pratt did it for Mario, so on and so forth. Seth Rogen played Seth Rogen, and I feel like he did the same thing in Lion King, and he's doing the same thing here, it's like a paycheck's a paycheck, and there are some parts where I feel like he's digging into it a little more than he should, like, you see it there, like, it looks like he had a good day, and he was like, I'm gonna put some meat on, on this voice acting, I mean, that's like 1% of his performance, the rest is kind of phoned in, like, hey, 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 I'm Donkey Kong, and that's me, look at my pecs, I throw barrels, hate mario and i think there's like so much more you could have done with this character especially that he's going through an emotional arc in my opinion you know you go from you know this this champion son that's kind of clueless to trying to win your father's you know admiration and affection and approval to this rival you have with Mario to getting along with this rival and defending the kingdoms against this great threat And I know I'm making this sound more important than it is, but let's be real like that's a little bit of art right there You would have thought that there would have been something to his voice that would have been distingu- distinguishable To the other voice actors as well too, and I don't know, it wasn't there um, maybe I'm being a little too hard on it, and I understand that it's a Super Mario Brothers movie. But come on. Come on. You could have done a lot better, brother. I love Seth Rogen, but... Come on. <laughs> Other than that, I think the voice acting is fine. The narrative... The story... The plot... It's a Super Mario Brother movie, guys. It's not like the games were so um story driven itself the first game save a princess you know the second game you know with the collective group the third game the f- you know super mario 64 they all have pretty simplistic stories until probably maybe get into like luigi's mansion and super mario brother sun super mario sunshine or Super Mario Galaxy and whatnot. Like, those are things that, uh, you know, there's some story elements to it, and you can sink your teeth into some of that as well, too. But for the most part, a Mario game is a Mario game, right? Um, And it fit that. I thought it just, it worked out so well. Now, we're going to go back to what I said a little earlier about this movie feeling so fast. Again, 92 minutes. I do feel personally from start to finish we got so much and i feel like a lot of it we could have saved for a second or third movie because let's be honest as soon as we saw the trailer as soon as we saw the animation and coming out this movie you know for a fact you're gonna get sequels of the yin yang with no problem whatsoever like, this is a franchise right here. They're, they made Universal Studios. They made the Super Mario World over there as well, too. So this is sticking around with no problem whatsoever. Did we really need to blow our wad with so many things? Do we need to kind of do a Super Smash Bros. fight with Donkey Kong and Mario? Which, straight up straight up we could have done original donkey Kong, and i would have been okay i think the whole crowd would have been okay all the fans would have been okay with a donkey Kong s fight you know taking the princess you gotta get her back if you want to have our help to defeat bowser okay no problem throwing barrels rock and roll instead we kind of got that 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 precursor to what a super smash brothers would be and I was a little disappointed with that. I was like, that's something we could have held on to a little later. Um, the same thing with the ex- exposition. Like, we have Toad, Mario, and, and Peach journeying through the different worlds you can go through. But I felt like we never got a chance to really stay in anything else besides the Mushroom Kingdom, the Donkey Kong's Land, a few other places as well, too, maybe. Brooklyn? But, like, so many iconic places that we passed, the desert, about Yoshi's Island, which we saw multiple Yoshis. Ah, don't quote me on their species. Yoshisaurus, I'm not an expert. I apologize. I apologize someone's cursing right now. Um, we got a glimpse of them. All the colors as well, too, which is great. But we just glossed over it. Um, we even got, you know baby luigi and baby mario flashbacks and they look exactly like the video game and it was adorable big hats noses and everything like that adorable we could have saved that a lot of this stuff we could have saved like mario kart i'm okay with you know what it's in the movie it drove the movie it got people excited we got rainbow road you know we got the I guess, the newer iterations of Mario Kart with the flying contraptions and whatnot. You know, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. That that was fun. It, it To me, it kind of fit the narrative in this movie, and I enjoyed it. Hell, we got a whole raid battle in this, so it worked out for me. It worked out in that case, but I feel like everything else just went from go, 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 and we never got to just enjoy a moment somewhere. Hell, we even get a... A nod to Luigi's mansion when Luigi is separated from Mario in the beginning of the movie, and they end up in this haunted mansion. And we only stay there for maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And it's like, if we were gonna kind of sideline Luigi, which Luigi was sidelined a tab in this movie. If we were going to kind of scylight him a tad bit, why not just explore the mansion and then get rescued from the mansion, or rescue himself from the mansion? Have that heroic moment like, I can do this on my own, I'll find my brother, and I'll figure things out. But, we just, we didn't sink our teeth into anything, or anywhere, or really anyone for that matter, besides the main three or four characters. Um, that being said, that being said this movie has a lot of heart a lot of fun moments the interactions with bowser the fights with bowser toward the end with the mario brothers fantastic even all of them with peach getting into the fight as well too um iconic moments for like mario 2 super mario 2 where peach is like floating with the dress fantastic the different power-ups even though the power-ups were very much cater to the newer generation the newer audience that grew up with the wii games you got a lot of that the cat suits the the um the frost flowers and whatnot but you got some nods with the star power-ups and the flame power-ups as well too so it's there it's there there's a lot of callbacks to the original game. We get uh, even a Nintendo, uh, an NES system <laughs> that, that uh, Mario was playing in his room as well, to the beginning of the movie. Like, there's so many Easter eggs in this. And of course, there's two cutscenes as well. too. Definitely the last final cutscene. I won't spoil it for those who haven't seen it. Um, or, hey whatever um definitely that's gonna lead into another movie i know everyone's super excited when they saw that but this movie has a lot of heart a lot of gold it's very campy but it works why because it's a super mario brothers movie they're hitting question mark blocks and getting power-ups they're going to pipes and going to different universes they're saving brooklyn When the universe is mashed together from a Bowser that's looking to take over in general for the sake of love. (laughs) Like, uh, there's a lot going on in this movie. And it doesn't matter what side of the fence you are on. It's a fun movie. And it's going to be successful. It's already super successful in the box office. It's looking to surpass Frozen 2 uh, as of today right now. And you know why wouldn't people have been clamoring for a movie like this It's a perfect no but it's the movie that they want to see definitely and they're gonna get a, a shit ton of sequels to go after that as well too so buckle up buttercups you're in for a ride for the next five to ten years <laughs> anyways uh with all those spoilers and all the talk with the movie itself the voice acting the setting the power-ups what's going on in the movie, the narrative itself, I was still going to give it a 7.5. So it gave me everything that I wanted in a Super Mario movie, and more, and maybe the more is why I rank it a little too low, because it was just too much, but I had fun, it exceeded expectations with most of the voice acting think this is a defining role for Jack Black, I think this beats um, Poe in Kung Fu Panda, if he keeps on going with this, I know a lot of people love Kung Fu Panda, but this, this is a different voice acting for Jack Black right here, it's menacing, it's fun, and it's endearing, um, can't wait to see different um, sequels with Bowser involved as well too, hopefully a Wario or a Waluigi, and things of that nature um hell we even got dry bones in this movie zombies dry bones like at least like 30 of them chasing luigi was fantastic but still i'm gonna give a 7.5 out of 10. some of the flaws were there a little rushed um other than that I had fun, and I think you guys would have fun. I definitely am going to buy this movie when it comes out. It's a piece of pop culture. It's a piece of history right here, and it's going to go on and go on and go on and make so much money. Guys, go watch it. And the people that are just poo-pooing on this movie, I understand the gripes. In some ways, I could agree with certain gripes, but at the end of the day, these are fictional characters in the fictional world doing fictional things sometimes we need to turn back the clock and look at things like we were 8 9 10 14 15 years old again and enjoy it because i guarantee you those 8 9 10 year olds aren't gonna look at this as their movie they grew up with imagine what we grew up with with the original super mario brothers cartoon and movie and then getting this leaps and bounds guys leaps and bounds anyways that's all i have for you guys hopefully you enjoyed this hopefully it was somewhat entertaining it's been a while since i have recorded and i thank you guys whoever is listening to us or liking this subscribing to this um you're just giving me the opportunity to speak into your ear holes (laughs) for a little bit for about a half an hour or more and talk about movies something i love to do uh, am I the best possibly not <laughs> am I the worst definitely not but uh, hopefully I have kept your interest the uh, pop culture fanatics on twitter by the same name on instagram by the same name and of course on tiktok and facebook as well too um, the podcast really is everywhere from spotify podcasting to apple podcast amazon music so on and so forth pandora iheartradio look for us subscribe to us like us leave a comment if you can and i appreciate you guys i appreciate the time that you took to even take a listen to this so if you have any more requests definitely we're gonna start pumping some up later on this week as well too and hopefully we get this uh, table talk for uh, mental health awareness as well too and um, deep dive in some personal business as well anyway guys Thank you so much again. You guys take care. Sayonara. Bye.